I can say, Brother Roger, get you ready. He's going to minister to us a little bit. He may give me a turn and let me do a little bit. So we'll just, we're going to do coming up. We did last year, if the Lord leads us. Uh, like I told you a year or so ago, I guess, I was, we'll come back from Sunny Slope area. If you need the nursery, Rose has got it. Uh, and I was saved under Brother Roger's dad's ministry, Brother Wayne Harlan, when I got saved years and years ago. I'll never forget that. So me and Brother Roger's family go back a long ways. And I appreciate him. I love him very much. And I appreciate what he's still. I asked him a while ago, I said, do you ever think you'll ever kind of hang this up? He said, probably not. <laughs> so I guess we're going to keep on. may not be as fast as we used to be, but we're going to keep on going. Amen. Brother Roger, I love you. And we're going to turn it over you. and let you start speaking to us this morning. Amen. Well, I am mad at Darwin. First of all, I told him, I said, well, I didn't know we was going to dress up. And uh, I hope I don't get tangled up in this thing. Hope it don't do like that did. <laughs> I might be down there. But, uh, and him showing those pictures. I was a lot younger, skinnier. And, uh, so for that, I'm going to say he once had the ugliest horse you ever saw. Still talked about today. <laughs> Still talked about today. He brought it in after dark <laughs> where nobody could see it. He said it was a horse, but I think its ears looked a little funny. I tell my people sometimes that uh, the message could be a train wreck. And this morning I say again that this morning it could be a train wreck. But I have to share with you the things that God has laid on my heart. Last night in my study, it was getting late, and I still couldn't get it together like preachers love for it to be. But uh, I finally just scribbled out some things that was on my heart, and uh, it'll have to do. But would you go to the Lord in prayer with me, please? Heavenly Father, as we come before you, we thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. And Father, I pray this morning you'll hide the messenger behind the throne of grace. And Father, that you'll speak these words that you have laid on my heart in such a way that it'll speak to all of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. 
We have celebrated several really unique and wonderful things the past few months. And as I thought about the fact of the crucifixion, I thought about Jesus being nailed to the cross. I thought about Good Friday. I thought about Easter. I thought about the fact that he was nailed to the cross. But praise be unto God, he arose. And that is one of the most wonderful things that we could ever think about. But what was laid on my heart was though we celebrate Good Friday and we celebrate and think about and talk about the crucifixion and him being in a tomb and the fact that he arose. We think about those things, but there was something else that kept coming back to me over and over again. And maybe it will speak to you in a very special way. And that was the fact that at the end of the fact that he arose and in the book of Acts, if you read chapter 1, verses 9 through 11, there was something that was so unique and so wonderful that happened, and that was his ascension back to heaven. Amen. You know, in John, chapter 14 of John, he says, Let not your hearts be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. Amen. And he said that, and there's a little word in that reading that says that he is gone. He said, I've, I've, in one place he says, I've got to leave because I've got things to do. Yeah. And what he had to do was to prepare a place for us if you're here this morning and a child of God you have got more to look forward to than you could ever imagine here in this life and it's because Jesus in his ascension he left here because he had work to do and the things that he had to do was to prepare that place that we're going to go someday. I am so thankful that I've got more to look forward to than I could ever imagine here in this life. In the book of John, 1 John, he tells us that we're going to see him and we're going to see him as he is. And what that was saying 
was, uh, we're going to see him as he is, it says, but we're going to see him face to face. You know, we've got pictures of Christ, what he might look like. I don't know what he looks like, but I know what he feels like. I know what he feels like. Jesus told his disciples that he had to go because until he left, the Holy Spirit could not come. And I am so thankful and I love to read in the book of Acts on the day of Pentecost when the promise that he made, it become a reality. And I tell you, we can talk about a lot of things, but it is so promising and so wonderful to know that Jesus Christ can live in here. Amen. Just a few more things I want to mention in what was laid upon my heart. He left there in the book of Scripture where he was standing there with his disciples and he was caught up. Physically, he was caught up. But praise be unto God, physically, he's coming back. Just as real as physically when he left. He left physically. He left visibly. They saw him leaving. But praise be unto God, he's coming back visibly. We're going to see him. And I don't care what Washington, D.C. and all these big brain people say. They can laugh at us if they want to, you'd be surprised at the people that would think we're crazy being here this morning. Amen. Uh, Amen. I tell you what, they're the ones that's going to be in trouble. Because someday he left physically. He's coming back physically. Visibly he left. Visibly he's coming back. The scripture tells us that we're going to see him. Amen. <laughs> he left from the Mount of Olives. Scripture tells us that's where he's coming back. Amen. He left in the presence of his disciples. He's coming back in the presence of all of us. Even those that are not ready, even those that have laughed at him, made fun of him, 
that have cursed his name, they are going to see him. Amen. <laughs> he left blessing the church in some of these days. I believe that he's going to rapture Amen. the church. Amen. You talk about a service. Amen. Some of these days, what a service. Amen. I've never, I don't know what heaven's going to be like. I haven't been there yet. Some of these days I'll tell you all about it. But one of the things that I think that is so important for us to understand is that we'll be able to witness. I believe that the scripture tells us every tongue shall confess him. I believe that all of us that are saved and washed in the blood of the Lamb. I don't know about you, but I think that's the first thing I want to do Amen. is to bow at His feet Amen. and thank Him so much. I don't know about you, but I don't feel worthy. I don't feel worthy being here this morning and with this scripture in front of me, I have done nothing or could do nothing that would deserve anything like this for me. Amen. I don't know. Me and Brother Darwin go back a long way. But I'll tell you something. I don't feel worthy of the blessings that he has gave me. Amen. I'm not worthy. <laughs> but I'll tell you something. There'll be a day that when my faith will become sight. Amen. And I'll see what I've believed all these years. Huh? Well, heaven is going to be a wonderful place, and it's going to be a place when we get there. And I'll just share this with you to close. Of all the things that I read in the book of Revelation about heaven, there's just one thing that keeps coming back to me over and over again. They talk about the streets of gold. 
And I've never seen a street of gold. Matter of fact, I've seen very little gold. <laughs> but uh, there'll be a day because of the fact that Jesus left here and he didn't go to heaven and sit down and do nothing. He's been busy Amen. getting it ready. But the thing that he is going to get ready more than anything else is, at least for me. You see, I have had a battle all my life. And I've had an enemy, and his name is Satan. And doing the best that I could do, there was times... I've had some victories, but I've had some defeats. But he's preparing a place and he will put Satan in his place and out of reach and he can never hurt me again. He can never hurt me again. I'll be out of his reach. <laughs> and he will never do to me what he tries to do today. And one more thing. I got Brother Darwin talked about the fact that uh, he was saved under my dad's ministry. I've got a father there and a mother there. And some of these days, because of the fact that Jesus ascended up and he is preparing a place, somebody one time, one of the brain people, told me in class that there where John said in my father's house are many mansions that that was translated wrong should have been rooms I want you to know something I'm not going to heaven and stay in no room my Bible says that there's a mansion there waiting And bless your heart, one of them is mine. One of them is mine. It may not be as big as yours, but that's all right. I got one waiting. And right next door to that is, I believe my mom and my dad your kin folks and some of these days will be able to be there. Amen. That's all I have this morning and uh, I'm just glad that he come out of the tomb 
And for about 50 days he walked this earth. But he ascended. And he ascended because he had things to do. And the biggest thing that he had to do is prepare a place for me and you. I'm going to turn this off. Amen. Brother Roger was using that scripture there in Acts, and you've heard me preach on it quite a bit. You know, as uh, they stood there and they watched him leave out, as Roger mentioned, you know, there's a lot of people that think we're crazy for being here this morning. They think we're crazy for crying. They think we're crazy for laughing. They think we're crazy for shouting. They think we're crazy for to believe what we believe in. But the Bible says here, as they sat there and they watched Christ leave there that day, Brother Roger, the Bible said there was two angels sitting standing there. And as they were sitting there watching him leave up, the Bible said they were just amazed what was going on. They couldn't, they couldn't get in their minds really what was happening. And the Bible says, you know, as they stood there and they said, why are you standing here gazing up into heaven? I said, this same Jesus that left, left here and who took him up? It was the father that took his spirit up to, you know, it was his father that took this body up. It wasn't nothing that nobody had nothing to do. He didn't have no rocket shoes on. He just had the power of God in him and he left here and he said that same Jesus that left here is going to come back in the like matter. And one of them to me, Brother Roger, that key verse is the same Jesus. The same Jesus that said sin was sin. And the same Jesus that told us to try to be, or be holy. The same Jesus that told us by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, we shall provide, we shall live by it. And the same Jesus that left here. And you know today, Brother Roger, the world can try to make this Jesus uh, their Jesus. Sign of a... a, a you know, how they want to live their kind of Jesus. But I need to live to what this Jesus left us here on this earth here. He left us rules and regulations. He's not coming back after a church that some of the world is thinking about. He's coming back after he's coming back after a church without spot or without blemish. How is that possible, Brother Roger? It is by the blood of Jesus Christ. If you're washed and washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, he doesn't see, God doesn't see that sin that's on you. He see the blood of his precious son there. And that's the way that we're going to make it back to heaven. And they were standing there and they, they looked there and they were just amazed at what was going on. I believe what Brother Roger believed. I believe, you know, some people argue with you. I believe that one of these days that God is going to rapture the church out of here. And when we get so high up, Brother Roger, I wish God would give me a little bit of hang time. <laughs> give me a little bit of hang time and look back and say, that I told y'all that this was going to happen. They're going to send there you know, they, they were sitting there gazing at Christ as he left and went up. There's still be a lot of people going to sit there gazing and see what's happening. But let me tell you, Brother Roger, then it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of trouble coming up on the face of the earth. The same Jesus that left is coming back in the light matter. I'm just going to go a couple more minutes. That's all right here. The Bible talks about Revelations, about the fifth chapter of Revelations. It talks about, I'm going to get back and read just a little bit of it here, tell you where you can find it. It's in the fifth chapter of Revelations. We get, out, we get excited about a lot of stuff, but we don't get excited about Jesus Christ near enough. Hey, Amen. You're not, you're, and Brother Roger said, we're not worthy today of the blessings that we get today. 
I stand behind this pulpit a lot of times and I think, you know, why am I behind here? I'm not worthy. For what to stand here and even hold this word of God up? But thanks be unto God, there is a person that came upon the face of the earth. His name is Jesus Christ, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Brother Brother Roger Washington didn't vote him in. And they're trying to vote him out. But praise be unto God. He's sitting on the right hand of the Father. And he don't care what Washington tells him. He's not being voted out of his seat. He is worthy to sit in the seat beside his Father because he was obedient to the Father. Amen. Amen. Brother Roger. He left here one of these days. But before he left here, he said, I'm going by and won't ask the Father to send the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost of God, out here to bring back the remembrance that it can live inside of you the things that I've done. And you know, as he left here, the Holy Spirit wasn't here yet. But as Brother Roger mentioned in the second chapter of Acts, it talks about the day of Pentecost. Amen. And people today has turned that into religion today. They've turned it into denominations today. But oh, let me tell you, if you don't have the power of the Holy Ghost living in you, you got trouble. You got trouble. Because there's Brother Dave, Brother Roger, I can't make it. I can't make it any day without the power of the Holy Spirit of God that dwells inside of me. It's greater than anything. It's greater than what the world has to offer. And the Bible says this, you know, it came down here. It sit upon each and every one of them. They begin to get excited. They begin to, why? Because they know victory could be theirs. Why? Because if the Holy Spirit hadn't came, the the just little common sense I have that Jesus didn't make it by and Jesus and God didn't agree with what he asked him. Amen. Are you with me? This ain't rocket scientist. But on the day of Pentecost, we are to get excited about it when them goosebumps come on the back of your neck. You know what I talk about, Brother Roger? And the hair lifts up on your arm that is the power of the Holy Spirit living within you. And you got to know when you feel that that God agreed with what Jesus Christ come to him with. He come to him with the blood that he had and it was poured on the mercy seat. I better quit. I'm going to get going here in a minute. God was proud of what he's seen. There'll never have to be another sacrifice whatsoever. Because he's seen the blood, and that was the blood of his blood. I believe. I know some of you don't believe this, maybe not believe this, but that's the way I look at it. It hit the mercy seat. There'll never ever be any other blood that's going to be put on the mercy seat but the blood of Jesus Christ. It is the blood that is atoned for every sin that was ever committed. Amen. Fifth chapter of Revelation, I'll get to my couple more minutes in here. It talks about, you know, there's a book there that was sealed. And they begin to cry. They begin to weep because no man was worthy to open this book. And the Bible says here in the fifth chapter of Revelation, he's in the fourth verse, and I wept much because no man was found worthy to open this or read the book and look thereon. And he said, one of the elders said unto me, he said, weep not. Weep not. Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed. 
to open the book and to loosen the seven seals thereon. And I beheld and lo, in the midst of the throne of the four beasts, in the midst of the elders stood a lamb that had been slain. And having seven horns and seven eyes and the seven spirits of God with, uh, went forth unto the earth. And he came and looked, took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. Amen. Who's this? It's my Savior. And it's your Savior. If it hadn't been for him, we'd been in trouble. But he said, he took the book out of my head. And when he took the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty-four elders with harps and golden veils full of incense, which was the prayer of the saints, and they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seven seals thereof, which have been slain, and have redeemed us to God. By the hand, out of every kindred, every tongue, and the people of nation have redeemed us to God. Aren't you thankful today for Jesus Christ today? Amen. Come on. We go today. We go to concerts. We go to sports events. We get excited. We clap. We raise our hands over something that's not going to last. We go to church and say, well, that's just not my tone. That's just not the way I am. But he said, if he had this man, if this lamb hadn't took this book, and when he took the book, the Bible says they begin to sing a new song. Come on. They begin to sing a new song. I heard a song the other night. They have a song, it's an old song. It talks about, you know, this guy said, you know, when I think I get to heaven, you know, it talks about the angels and all that. He said, but when I get to heaven, when I think about all that God's done for me, it wasn't for the angels that Jesus Christ came and died, but it's for a wretch like me. It wasn't for the angels that Jesus went to the grave and died and it set it up, but it's for a wretch like me. He said, when I think it is and I begin to put it in my mind, it was for the angels that Christ come and died, but it's for a wretch like me. He said, when I think, when I see the streets of gold, and you talked about Brother Rogers, and see all the glory of God, there's one thing that I'm going to say. Angels, step back, because here I come. I'm going to praise him for everything he's done. Amen. I got a thought. Brother Roger, I didn't mean to take up a lot of time. Hey, Amen. Angels, can you mean Brother Roger? On these days, Brother Roger, me and you're going to join arm in arm, and we're going to shout down the streets of heaven. No, we're going to shout like we never shouted before. We're crying today. But one of these days, these tears, the Bible says, is going to be wiped away. He said, I'm going to make all things new. And we're going to shout like we've never shouted before. You're going to shout with your mom. I'm going to shout with my dad. He's already there. And all our pen folks and parents that's already went there. Angel, step back. But let me tell you, we don't have to wait to then to praise him. 
We don't have to wait to then to praise for what he's done for it. We can say right now, angel, step back for just a little bit. I'm going to wave my hands. I'm going to praise God for everything he's done. I help hope today in Jesus Christ. Why? Because I accepted him years ago as my personal savior. I'm not perfect by no means. But all I got to do is say, God, go to God and say, God, forgive me. God, forgive me. Plead the blood of Jesus Christ and everything's going to be all right. Amen. Amen. We're going to shout one of these days, Roger. Amen. You may settle up on a white stand. The old killer may be there. Amen. That's a horse I had. Spotted horse. We didn't run back. Amen. God may have brought him there for me. Who knows? You may want to ride him. Amen. 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 God's good. We're going to close out. Have you enjoyed being here today? Have you enjoyed these singers today? We're blessed today. And they do a song. You know what I'm fixing to do, don't you? (laughs) Brother Roger, they're good singers, ain't they? You'd like to hear one more, wouldn't you? There you go. You know where I'm going, don't you? Can you do it? I think you can. The Spirit of God is here. Amen. I think it's going to be great. Amen. I think it's going to be great. I just know it's going to be great. Amen. Concord General Baptist Church, we so appreciate y'all coming to with us today. We thank you so much. We thank you. Love this man. You're blessed to have him. That's, you're blessed to have him. I told him, I thought me and him, probably the two old, old timers that's left. That's probably true. We're probably the two old timers that's left that preaches what God tells us to preach. I never knew what I was going to say this morning after Roger started. I told Roger last night, I called him. He told me he was, didn't know sure what he was going to preach on. And I told him, I said, Brother Roger, I ain't got nothing, but the good Lord just told me just follow you. And that's what I did. I followed him. I followed him. You know, sometimes, you know, if God give it to us first of the week, we'd probably mess it up. Yeah, I would. There's a song that sang, and some of y'all probably know this now. This is one of my favorite songs. I hear this in my mind a lot of times, even when I mourn or anything else. Amen. The goodness of God. Anybody knows the song? You heard it? We're going to stand together, and it's all of you want to come and pray. If you want to just worship God or go shake someone's hand and tell them you're glad you're here. And they're going to sing, and this sister, she pleads the Spirit of God. I know she let God's lead her, and she's going to sing it for us today. And let the Holy Spirit lead you right now. Amen.